The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This podcast and are for the purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. Broadcasting from her closet, high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, Leanne Philipson. Comedones, pustules, inflamed follicular papules, whiteheads, blackheads, pimples, pizza face. Oh God, that's so bad. And what the Brits eloquently call spots that my kids really, they just call them zits. No matter what you call the most common of all skin disorders, acne can be painful. It can be uncomfortable. Some sufferers might say unsightly. The harm to self-image, to self-esteem and self-confidence is real and can scar for life. Not only what we can see on the outside, but also the emotional stress and even shame can scar on the inside. Acne can start a few weeks after birth, what's endearingly called baby acne, caused by all those hormones that both mom and baby have been circulating for, you know, the past nine months, then affecting the most common next hormone storm of the tween and teen years around puberty, but can really affect people for the whole of their lives. There's some insane number, like 50 million Americans or 80% of their population suffers with this inflammatory skin disorder. It sure is worthy of doing a deep dive into, and I'll give thanks to our loyal listener, Colleen, for requesting this topic. Yes, we do take requests. You may not know the worst foods for acne, where I start to support clients with skin issues and what on earth insulin, the best, well, it's actually best known for its role in diabetes, has to do with acne. Yes, they're both part of the same conversation. I'll say it right out of the gate that what you put in your mouth is way more important than what you put on your skin. So on Eat This with Leanne, let's talk about no matter what your age or stage of life is, how to deal with acne in ways you likely have not thought of. Uh, hi, this is, uh, my name is Chris. I'm calling from Orange, but I'd like to request a song. I heard you guys take requests. Um, <laughs> can I get, uh, can I get, uh, um, uh, 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 ACDC, please? Back in black, thanks. No. Oh, 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 I, I, I wanted to send it out to my buds down at the, uh, down at the uh, convenience store. All right, thanks. <laughs> the convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 and then Eddie's down at the curling club. He knows. <laughs> Right on, Eddie. Rock on, man! <laughs> Sorry. Eddie at the curling club in the convenience store. That's awesome. <laughs> it's fine. I used to do oh. I used to do all request radio in Orangeville when I was okay. very young, 16, 17 years old. And that's that, oh, no that's way. that's an impression of a guy who used to call me all the time. That's what that is. Seriously? Yes, yes. And he always requested oh, ACDC awesome. or Enter Sandman. So, so to, to, to just to have fun. We didn't we didn't play yes. either of them because it was a soft rock listening station. Okay. So just to be fun, I he said, "Yeah, can I hear Enter Sa- uh, Sandman?" So I played Mr. Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Mr. Sandman. Yes. Bring me a dream. <laughs> and then I'm in the background going, Whoa, yes, Eddie, rock on, buddy. It was so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely amazing. I love it. Anyway. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's uh, that's not quite the request that okay. I was thinking of, okay. but thanks for the giggle just the same. Wow, the acne request is just as cool. Let's do that. Yes, it is. So typically, the pimple or the spot starts with a sore, bruised feeling, and it shows up somewhere on your face, maybe on your neck, can be on your chest or on your back. And whether you can see it or not, you just know something's brewing. Then there are times when there's just no discomfort and you wonder how you didn't know that you've got a big white head right in full view of everyone and ah, you didn't even know that it was there. My journalist, magazine, beauty director sister used to call the eruption on her face Mount Etna, depending on how big or small it was. And that's how she chose to, to describe how it felt. Edna. So we, yeah, Why? Mount Etna. Is, there, is Edna? there some, I don't know, is there some Mount Etna? out there e-t-n-a I, I don't know even spell check as i wrote it out corrected me from e-d-n-a to e-t-n-a oh oh so she was actually so I think, referencing an actual so i think it's actually a real thing oh. not that i know what it looks like but you get the inference right it's like oh my god this thing on my face or my chest or wherever it is just yeah. feels huge just huge so yes, the tween, the teen, and the early 20s can be a time of the most congestion and acne on the skin, and it's just such a daily drag. But adults of all ages can suffer. I might even go out on a limb to say that women with our monthly hormonal cycles, PCOS, and other hormonal imbalances mean that acne can plague us really for the whole of our life well into menopause. Mm. <laughs> sure, we can say it's all down to hormones. Our tweens and teens who are big bag of soupy hormones can be the worst off. So yes, all I'm going to share for today is as much for us parents as it is for them. You know that telling your kids to do something doesn't work. You have to model it to them. So if you've got this issue going on and they do too, you need to start making the changes first. You got to change up your diet. You got to change up your eating habits and how you care for yourself. And that in itself can help your kids to follow you along more rather than sitting there on the couch with your bag of chips saying, those aren't good for you. Just put them down. You've got acne and all those kind of, you know, uh -uh. Yeah. the buck starts and stops right here with us. See, where right? were you when I was like 13 years old? Right. Mm -hmm. And and it's, you know, seven o'clock in the morning in my bath, my parents' bathroom. Right. You know, yep. squeezing away and plucking away yep. and trying to do what I could with that what mess was on my face. And I probably yep. had a dairy milk bar in my other hand, right at seven o'clock. Of the course. And of course. I, I just I never connected the two. It was never about what yes. you ate. So I <laughs> used to I used to put I used to put toothpaste on, yes. on my acne. Yep. And it would lemon juice. It would fry that little sucker. Right. And it yep. would dry it out. And I, yep. I thankfully, I ended up with no scarring or anything like that. But it was not I can't imagine that it was good for my face nope. to throw baking soda basically 
No. <laughs> on my no. skin. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. And there's there's the other home remedies or the lemon juice. Lemon juice? Never tried I don't know that. that I ever, I never, I don't think I ever did that one, but it is something that I, that I read about and I thought, oh, well, at least you're a little citrusy, but still, what are you going to do? Like, oh, what do you, what's on your face? That's not a pimple. It's like a piece of the lemon, you know, oh. a piece of lemon is on your face as you're walking around. Like what's worse? I don't know. Could go either way. <laughs> you should see the look on your face. Oh, acne. Well, it's got a hereditary component, but in so many more ways than you think. Our microbiome or our gut bacteria that I've spoken about so much on this podcast is the first place that I look at before anything else. You might be thinking like, why am I going to my gut? You know that I've talked about the gut brain connection and that your gut is your second brain, but really it's not only about the gut, but it's the layer of the bacteria and the microbiome that's all over our skin. So we've got it internally and we've got it externally. And where did that gut microbiome come from? Well, you got to know that when you're in utero, then you're in a pretty sterile environment. Sure, there's bacteria there too, but all the, the base of the bugs that we get as a human being born into the world comes from mom how you were born, whether it was natural birth as in a vaginal birth or cesarean, well, that can affect your microbiome for the rest of your life. So when I say that it's hereditary, that's what I'm talking about. Genetics is one piece. And then there's also the epigenetics. So both of them play a part here. And for anyone that just got stopped on that word epigenetics, that's all about the behaviors and the environment that cause changes to our bodies and affect the way that the genes work. So we're built of genes, but then there's all these other factors that can come in and make them go a little topsy-turvy at times. So I didn't want you to get stuck on that epigenetics because sometimes they get into big words or big meanings or things like that that are not part of our normal conversation. And I didn't want you to get stuck there. You can always tell when you look over at me and I'm standing there like a deer in the headlights going, huh? I'm sorry, huh? what? Yeah. <laughs> Chris just got stuck there. So let's talk some more, you know? Well, because I want to speak to everyone out there. Right. And I don't want anyone to get stuck. And that's not saying that you don't know what you're talking about. You don't. This is new stuff for some people. Yeah, and this is all new The more stuff I talk me. about this, yep. the more it sinks in and you go, oh, okay. So I've got my genes. I've got my DNA. There's not too much I can do to change that. But as we talked about, I don't even remember what number episode that was. We did talk about genetics and epigenetics before. There's huge influence, huge things that we can do with our diet and just overall lifestyle that affect those genes. Because even if you've got the cancer in there, the heart disease is in there, doesn't mean the, the switch is going to go on. So that's kind of what I'm talking about here. The environmental factors and everything that goes into what's affecting your, your gut, your microbiome and everything else, we have power over that. It's not just a, I've got it, there's nothing I can do about it. There's a few things that you can think about in your life, like how many times have you taken antibiotics, for instance, that has a huge impact on how, how healthy your gut microbiome Traditional doctors, dermatology and medicine, they tend to focus on the outside in. And I'd like to challenge that and really, really start to look at what's happening from the inside out, 
Now, I generally tend to do that anyway. But when you're looking at the outside and you've got this acne going on on your face, on your chest or on your back, you kind of think, what can I put on top? Just like what Chris said with the toothpaste, right? You want to stop it because you can see it. But all those steps before the eruption, wherever it happens to be, like what is going on on the inside that then is showing on the outside? Because that's basically what's happening all of a sudden. Sure, you can get a cut on your hand, but that's not the same thing. Now, you can't stop your skin from producing the oil through the pores. We've got all these millions of pores on our body. It's a protective layer and really important for your skin. But it's about when the pores, when they get clogged, that's not so good. That's really where the acne comes from. It's the excess of oil and the buildup that clogs up your pores. Then it, that's what creates the inflammation and that pain that you feel, then produces the bacteria, which then becomes the white head or the pussy spot, which you then decide to whether you're going to go in the mirror and squeeze the crap out of it or not. Everybody does it, <laughs> even though you're told not to. <laughs> sure, you can slap on some medications. Some people, they take antibiotics for it. There's also medications called Accutane, which you typically take for about three months. There are women who go on the contraceptive pill for them to control whatever's going on with their skin. But really, it's just a quick fix. Not long term, it's quick. And when I say quick, you know, I mean, three months is a fairly long time if you're going to be on something to get rid of it, but you're still not dealing with the underlying cause. Is that what the Accutane is? I had a friend who took a pill. She took a pill because she had extreme acne. It caused the oil in her body and her, like in her face to all move towards the surface, which all, and and I mean, excessively to the point where her skin tinted to sort of a grayish, yellowish color. She literally removed herself from society for about a month because that's the time it took for all of the oils to come to the surface. And it cured the acne, sort of. Yeah. That sounds like quite an extreme situation. Yeah. Accutane is really very high dose vitamin A. And the issue with that is the liver complication. So your liver has to process everything, right? Right. We've talked about that in previous episodes and having super high levels, like they monitor your liver, um, the enzymes and your, how your liver is functioning typically when you need to take medication like that, because it's very intense for a short period of time. So perhaps in her case, there was more of an adverse reaction in that way. Um, Cause that sounds really extreme. She refused right. to leave her apartment. She she said, no, I, I look terrible. I can't control it. My face is yellow. Yeah. Uh, the doctor says this is normal and I'll see you in a couple of yeah. weeks. Sorry, not normal. Yeah. Face being, yeah, face being yellow, anything yellow is always going to have something to do with the liver typically, right? When you think yeah, of a baby. Jaundice, right? right? Like a jaundice. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. So that does not sound normal, but that's where, that's the place that people go to because of the acne in the first place. Please give me a pill to make it better. And what's not discussed when you go to the dermatologist, when you go to the doctors is let's talk about food. Right. That is not within the consultation. Both my kids who are teens have had issues with acne. And recently my eldest said, or actually it was her father who had 
bad acne when he was younger. He did Accutane. He did all of the drugs. So he planted that seed in her mind of, oh, there's a pill I can go and take. Okay, mom, can you take me to the doctors so I can go and talk about this? And I said, uh, <laughs> really? Are, are we? are we doing this? So, you know, a lot of back and forth around that one. Anyway, she ended up getting some cream and, you know, she's old enough that she can talk to the doctor on her own now, but she got some cream to put on, uh, on, on, you know, her acne on her skin. And it's, it's, it can be a little worse or better, of course, depending on what she eats. She doesn't see that tie together, even though her mother's a nutritionist. Uh, And, and then all of a sudden I look at her and I said, what's happened? And, you know, it looks like her chin's about to fall off in the way that like, there's so much dry skin and flaky skin and, and so, and I'm like, what's just happened? She said, Oh, apparently that happens. This cream makes my skin so dry and super flaky, but that's normal. Isn't that messing with the, uh, like a pH balance of your your skin, your all body. Of it. Yeah, it all comes all into of play, it. right? All of it. And, you know, I'm not one to shy away from finding out what this stuff does, but this is my ch- my kid, yeah. and there's only so many yeah. things I can do. Right. So I couldn't even tell you what the name of it is. I don't know what it is, and I'm just letting her run with it because you got to pick your battles as mom. I can talk to everybody on this podcast about sure. it, and yeah. they'll be like, come on, Leanne, tell me more. <laughs> but my kids, not so much. <laughs> That's life. Got to find out for yourself. That's it. Right. So when I look at her and her face is falling off because because of this damn cream, I'll maybe suggest that she just, you know, stops drinking that glass of milk for a little while. Every parent knows that their kids, especially if they've got teens or young teens, that they're going to look at them like they've got three heads. They don't know what they're talking about. You have no idea what I have to go through in my day. At my age, it, it's not the same as when you grew up. And now, and, and I can't wait for the day when they turn 26, 27, and they look at me with this reverence like, wow, you were yeah. actually right. I, I know. I can't believe you were right. <laughs> I am so sorry. Now, it may never come. <laughs> my kids are hard-headed, but um, I'm hoping. It may never come, and we may not know. Right. But... You know, you know, I'm not living the dream here just because I'm the nutritionist is really what I'm trying to say with all of this. Right. Like, you know, parents are out there dealing with this, too. Doesn't matter. It's still human nature. So anyway, I'll just stay on my soapbox for all you guys. instead. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So before this, when we talked about the pill, the antibiotics, all of those things that I mentioned, they're really, they mess with the good bacteria and end up creating this dysbiosis or imbalance of the good and the bad bacteria on your skin. And that makes you way more prone to getting worse acne or longer term acne. So again, it may be okay in the short term, but it's not actually going to get to the underlying root cause. So if you're not treating acne from the outside in, then let's look at the diet. Let's go from the inside out. So when you eat foods that are really refined and processed, foods that are high in sugar and refined carbohydrates, you know, the ones, they all come in a package, they all taste great, and you always want one more, right? Yep. Is that fair to say? That's yep. Fair. Chris is grinning at me. His eyeballs are popping one, out of his head. A, He's like, ooh, one, one more scoop one, of ice cream. One. I don't know. What's one? I've never, oh, exactly. Heard of, never See? Heard of that more number. to my point. More <laughs> to my point. 
<laughs> so that's those are the foods where you end up with a spike in your blood sugar. You get that lift in energy and that, you know, that mouth feel that, mm, I love this. This is great. And then your body says, I can't have that high sugar and produce insulin to deal with it. Now, that spike of the insulin, after you get the spike of blood sugar from eating all the packaged, sweet, super yummy foods, then as your blood sugar goes up, imagine a roller coaster, the body makes a bunch of insulin and that brings you back down again. And that spike, all that insulin that your body, that your pancreas is producing, and believe me, your pancreas gets really tired after a while. But also what happens is your cells get almost, they call it insulin resistance. They need so much more insulin in order to have an effect. And this whole up and down situation, this whole high level of insulin ends up causing something called follicular hyperkeratosis. Now, basically, that's a long word for the skin not turning over as well as it should. So those cells, they get stuck in the skin. And then when those cells get stuck, then there's inflammation. So the pores, the oil is not able to come out onto the surface of the skin. So it gets stuck in those pores and you end up with one pimple, two pimples, multiple pimples, more Mount Etnas, whatever it happens to be. <laughs> so the major thing is to always start with reading or eliminating, reading those those packages, eliminating those refined and processed foods, all the sugary and the starchy foods that you think, oh, I just crave this. Because when was the last time when you said, oh, I just crave an apple? Probably is not going to happen. So again, this whole cycle of having too much insulin can fall under what's called insulin resistance. And as your body needs a boatload more insulin to do the job, because it's just getting tired. It's how the cells have become almost insensitive to it. It's not, it takes so much more insulin. And that really is the precursor to diabetes. So many people that suffer with acne, I mean, I gave you some crazy number off the top. And we know that diabetes is also huge, just all over the world, not only in the US or North America. So the two can absolutely be linked. This hyperkeratosis also can cause more people to have more skin tags. You know, those little floppy moles that sort of turn up, they're not acne, but I thought that that was a really interesting thing. And a darkening of the skin folds in your neck and your armpit. So if you've got those things going on, then you know that it's time to look at the foods that you're eating because of the insulin resistance. Well, that's fascinating information. Now, further to this, unbalanced hormone situations in women like PCOS that cause skin issues, facial hair growth, and infertility, they're associated with insulin resistance too. It's an impact that is really, really far-reaching. So sugar, starch, processed foods, they got to go. Not only because of this insulin resistance issue, but also because it feeds the bad bacteria in your gut. So we circle back to the gut health once again. Bad bugs, they love sugar and it's their fuel to proliferate as in make more. The more you have, the more your body needs to detoxify the stuff. And so then your liver gets even more backed up. And that really isn't something that you can solve at all with the latest zit cream, toothpaste, lemon juice, or whatever it is that you're trying to put on the outside. Okay, so I've talked about gut microbiome, the sugary, starchy, and processed foods. Another key food to bring up with acne is dairy. 
it is everywhere. It's in your coffee. It's in your cereal. It's in your sandwich. Basically breakfast, lunch, dinner, then the milk, our ice cream, the cheese. Did you know that dairy unto itself has about 60 different hormones? In milk. In milk. That's not added growth hormone or whatever extras that are that they might add or give to a cow to make it grow quick. This is just naturally occurring hormones. Why? Because it's a hormonally active food that the cows ingest and drink that makes them grow. If you think about breast milk, that has a bunch of hormones in it. Babies live off of that for at least six months or even longer. So in any animal milk, that's coming from big or small or humans, well, there's going to be hormones to help promote growth. So we're drinking a whole bunch of other hormones from an animal that we don't actually need. We got enough going on already, even before you even look at what's coming in from another animal. I've had clients who take dairy out of their diet and quite honestly, they watch their skin heal. Let's look more into this fight that often goes on in our body. And we'll just use dairy as an example. So you eat the cheese on the pizza, you have the morning latte, you think you're eating a healthy breakfast with your yogurt, your berries, your granola, and you don't realize that it's causing this reaction in your body that shows up as a food sensitivity. Food sensitivities can create a whole host of issues like maybe diarrhea eczema, brain fog, your sore joints, and then of course the acne. You take some pills, you slap on some cream or you do whatever it is, but you don't actually take the dairy out of your diet. You're fighting. There's like a tug of war that's going on internally where no one is going to win. In fact, it's your body that's going to lose out the most. This is one of those we're too smart for our own good situations to be honest, Uh, because you say food sensitivity, again, something that did not exist 30 years ago. I mean, it did, it did on a, on a molecular and and chemical level. It's just, we didn't recognize it the way we do now. Right. I mean, we can look so much deeper and we can dig so much deeper now into these things, into our bodies and our brains and our microbiomes. So to say food sensitivity, it's almost unfair. I mean, now I'm at a point now where I don't want to know. There's so yes. much information out there. There's so many, there so is. many details, so many things we could be doing to improve our lives. And I, there's a part of me that goes, I don't care. I don't want to know. Can we take the nope. information out of my brain? Yep. Because I don't want to know how bad this thing is that I'm eating. Because uh, I just want to enjoy it I and be wanna... oblivious. But I hear you. On the same level, because we have these wonderful brains as humans, it would almost be an injustice not to use them. Right. Because we have the ability to figure this out. We have the ability to improve ourselves as human beings, as a planet. You know, we should do that. It would be irresponsible not to. So that's right. It's one side of the fence or the other kind of just, you know, teeter on the middle. (laughs) You do. Yeah, you do. And sometimes you just want to go back and hide under the duvet. Many, many times in my career, I've thought, oh, I like it when I meet a client that has no idea sometimes. It sort of seems a little blissful, right? <laughs> Where you're just like, I'm just going about my day, going about my business, stopping yeah. in at the coffee shop, getting my donut. I'm all good. But then you realize, I don't want to feel this way anymore. Right. And that's I don't really want... what it comes down to. Is yeah. that, is you that... ha- we have to take personal yeah. responsibility because that's all there is. And sure, you can turn up like my doctor, like my daughter to the doctor's office and say, just give me a cream. Yep. 
do put on and because we're talking about acne put on my acne but then what happens yeah. our face is going to fall off exactly. right like you know yeah. it's it's like which is better which is worse and we yeah. are, we are so, so good at complaining. We are so good at it as human beings. I know. So we, that's what we do, yep. man. We yep. gotta, if I totally. would pay me to complain, I could. I could it's a yep. full-time job. But it's one Without of those things. Listen, if you're going to complain about it and then somebody gives you an answer on how to improve it and make it go away, well, then guess what? You better listen. Otherwise, that's I don't right. want to hear you complain. That's right. It's interesting. That's right. Huh? Hmm. It is. Look it is. Look at us it getting is. all deep into human psyche. <laughs> da, 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 da. Ah. Interesting information. It's really important because this taking personal responsibility and yep. saying, no, I'm not going to drink dairy anymore. I'm, I'm going to do something different. We don't like change. We don't like doing things differently until you're you're in a corner, you're up against a wall. Or as you said, you hear something and then you're going to procrastinate for a while. Say, nah, nah, no, no. And then you hear it two or three times. And you think, damn. Yeah. And food Got is, is got to do it. Food is honestly the Excalibur of life. People do not yes. realize just how powerful that food Ugh. really is. We're so Absolutely. it's so easy, just as you say, to get a pill. Uh, but yep. the food is honestly the connection. It truly is the secret to uh, longevity, long life, the fountain of youth. Mm -hmm. It really, really is. Listen to you. No, I you know. I think I think you just came up on my soapbox. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think no. you just joined. Oh, I no. think you just joined me up there for for a, for a moment no, or two. I might have taken a peek, but no, I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> He's got one foot. He's got one toe. Oh, maybe a few more toes and just one on it. Just let's see how it feels up here, eh? I love it. Awesome. All right. So those key things, your gut microbiome, your refined starchy and sugary foods, and then dairy. That's the first place I start, the non-negotiables that can take a little bit of time or can really, quite honestly, quickly impact when someone sees an improvement. They keep on going. So there's a piece of that of I just really want to keep on trucking with this. Another couple of dietary things to consider are hydration and fiber. Now, that team with the super hormones going on, the PMS hormones, the menopausal hormones, the too much testosterone and, and all you gents out there and all you guys all need fiber in our diet to get them out, right? Our body produces them, they use them, and then we got to get rid of them. So the fiber is what attaches, what holds on to those hormones and get it out of the body. Fibers like those whole grains from your brown rice, not the white rice, from the whole grain bread, not the white stuff. Now, just a quick aside, I have also seen acne improve with the elimination of, of gluten, but I'm not going to focus on that. Just keep that one in your back pocket if all of this is not helping. Colorful fruits and vegetables like sweet potatoes, peppers, spinach, broccoli, carrots, and even seaweed found on the outside of your brown rice sushi, which is possible. You just have to ask for it. They all can help you to give the nutrients that you need to help clear out of your body what it's already trying to get rid of. Those old hormones, they actually get broken down and sent to the gut. Now, if you're constipated and you are not having a daily bowel movement, then what happens is your body reabsorbs those, reabsorbs those old hormones and you end up with your usual daily levels and the extra of the, what's been reabsorbed. The liver has to then once again break it all down 
And as we talked about in the drainage versus detox episode with Coach Jay, the liver just can't keep up. And then you know what happens? What's it that? throws it out onto the skin. Oh. You end up seeing the effect of the liver not keeping up with it throwing it out onto your skin. So we have to talk about the liver here because that's what that's your garbage disposal. That's what's getting everything out of your body. And when it's not keeping up, you might get eczema, you might get dermatitis, you might get rosacea, or you might get acne. Fiber and water are the two keys to getting rid of what needs to be kicked to the curb or, you know, in this case, flushed down the toilet. Further to what I said about the liver and it working over time, the liver needs specific nutrients to detoxify those hormones, pesticides, herbicides, and get rid of heavy metals like mercury, lead, because it's kind of all around. We can't get away from it, but you think, well, you know, I'm not licking lead paint or anything like that. So where is it coming from? It's just everywhere. So, you know, this purging of our body just to get all the stuff out of it. We don't want to store it in our body. We want to get rid of it. And the liver needs constant help and support. And one, I'm going to call it the mother of all antioxidants, that's called glutathione. It's numero uno here. Now you can take this as a supplement. I have a liquid that I recommend for clients. It's called the liposome. So a lot of the action starts to happen in the mouth. You can check that out on sproutright.com. You can also take NAC or N-acetylcysteine, which our great friend Dr. B talked about in the What's Booze Doing to Your Body episode, because again, it helps the liver when you're drinking alcohol to detoxify. Now, if you don't want to take a supplement and you think, okay, just don't tell me to take something else, Leanne, then why don't you try and eat a lot of cruciferous vegetables? So the broccolis, the cauliflower, the cabbage, radish, kale, all of that helps with your body's production of glutathione. Oh, and actually, while you're at it, add in the sulfur-containing vegetables like onions, garlics, shallots, even those green onions, because they also help your body to make the glutathione in the first place. I think I'm actually going to have to do an, an episode on the liver and the glutathione and NEC because it's all really rather incredible. And while I keep talking about this, there might be a time when we think, okay, we really need to get down to this so we understand what's going on because there's different phases and stages of everything that your body does and so much that you can do to help. Now, don't get overwhelmed on all of that stuff because... Basically, I've just told you some of those foods to go and start to include. So you know that, you know, the next mouthful can include something like broccoli. So it's all good. This NAC, the glutathione, they also give you antioxidant protection from viruses. Hello, COVID. Works on anti-inflammatory and really, really supports detoxification. Now, I wasn't sure whether to include this, and this was a last-minute addition, but you know me, I couldn't help myself. Have you ever heard of face mapping? Uh, no, can't say that I I'm going to say no. Okay. No. So I've known about this for years since I first did all of my beauty therapy, darling, from, in England, did facials on everybody and all those things. Like that was the first kind of career that I had, I guess. And Really, fast forward to now, there's a colleague of mine, Dr. Todd Frisch in St. Louis. He has mapped out the face in a whole other way. Now, I'm just going to talk about what I see on the skin. And where you get acne on your face can show a particular imbalance connected to an organ or an area of your body. And it just tells more of a story. Wait, wait, is this like foot mapping? Is this kind no, of so that's reflexology. So oh. a little similar. Yeah. So you're in the same realm. Okay. With with that. 
And um, I'm going to put a link to Todd's book on leannephillipson.com. Now, I don't mean to annoy any listeners, but Chris, I have this because I know that you'll be able to see it. Let's turn the face up the right way. So there's all these different areas Huh. And I think they're backwards because Chris is looking on Zoom that can <laughs> that can that affect your, you know, it shows up again. What's going on on the inside shows up on the outside. So let's give you a for instance, because I know you can't see that picture. So if you have acne on your chin, then really it's hormonal. That's where all the sex hormones are and show up in acne or any other anything else, really. On your chin, you've got PMS, the the estrogens, the progesterones, of course, testosterone. Both males and females have testosterone. But when anything is out of balance, that's probably where you're gonna, going to get your acne on the chin. If you've got it along your jawline, right? So closer up towards your ear, I see that that's more of the intestines and also your gut. So if you're got that imbalance, if your microbiome is off, if you've had a lot of antibiotics, if you're taking medicines, eating all that sugar, sometimes it can can show up along your jawline. It's also getting a little bit into the liver as well as in between your eyebrows. That's also to do with your liver. So some people say, I always get one right here. Or for a little while, I used to get them all on my forehead. And on your forehead, that's a lot of intestinal stuff. So back a little bit more towards your gut, a little bit of kidneys can be in there too. So there's this whole face mapping thing, which you can understand. The end of your nose is really more to do with your heart. And then kind of halfway up is a bit more pancreas into stomach. So you can also map and say, oh, I've got a bit of an imbalance there. Now you take this to your doctor and they're going to shake their head and go, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're just crazy. So these are just more indicators to say, oh, I'm PMSing, I'm I'm craving all the sugar, I'm a bit moody or whatever, and I've got Mount Etna right on my chin. You're like, ah, right. Now, women, as we as Dr. Ginger Nash spoke about in our menopause and perimenopause episode, women detoxify every month when we have our cycle. So we get just before a period, you're more likely to get a lot of that acne happening because you're topped up more with toxins and your body's waiting to get rid of it as you start to bleed. So just a little bit of an aside there that, you know, a lot of, not a lot of doctors tend to uh, tend to talk about. So are you feeling overwhelmed yet? <laughs> Let's recap a little bit on what I said and go into what can you do about it? your gut microbiome, the good versus bad bacteria. You can have more good or less good because of maybe antibiotic use, what your mom gave you, the fact that you've had a crappy diet, thinking that you can get away with it. And you're just like, nah, I do not need those fruits, those vegetables, the brown rice, the brown grains, you know, those ones that you actually need to pull out the saucepan for and be cooked by you that do not come from a package that you throw into the microwave or something like that. So what can you do about this? You can take some probiotics and you can try out my Take This by Leanne Bio Boost. That's huge, great effects 
great, great effects for a lot of my clients to start to take that with their, with everything really daily bowel movements, as well as, as well as their acne. You can start with what I call a flush. You'll get that information after purchase and you can go from there. You can also take wild bear garlic, include the garlic that I've just talked about. And then also there's olive leaf extract. All these links are going to be on in the show notes on leannephillipson.com. Now those, they kill off the bad guys and make more room for the probiotics and the good guys to take over. It truly happens that way. Those good guys can win if you end up taking enough probiotics because they actually elbow out the bad guys. So this is where the dosage and what's called the CFU, Colony 4, Forming units or the numbers really count here. Now, the second thing I talked about was the refined, the packaged, the sugary and the starch foods, starchy foods. I'm sorry, you've just got to ditch it. If you want to get around and get rid of that insulin resistance, like who wants to be pre-diabetic anyway, right? It's really not trendy. So what can you do? If you see that most of your diet right now is coming from a package, then just do something simple, like go out and buy some berries, wash them well and eat them every day, or maybe go get some organic frozen ones, make some smoothies, some smoothie bowls, or blend them into some sort of ice sorbet kind of thing that you can eat instead of like ice cream. That'll take care of the dairy aspect of the equation as well. In my award-winning book, Sprout Right Family Food, there are truthfully so many recipes that are full of whole, gr whole grains. So you can go check that out for more inspiration. And remember that unless you change the food that's going in, what's happening on the outside is not going to change. Now, if you don't happen to have my book and you want some inspiration, then I always share a whole bunch of my recipes on social media. So be sure to follow Leanne Phillipson and Sprout Right Handles on all the channels, and you'll see a whole bunch of different recipes. You can find something, and this can be a pretty instant thing. I'm not saying you got to change everything overnight. Choose one thing, get it into your life, eat those berries every day, whatever it happens to be, and then move forward for a boost of energy levels that that sweet treat and that you have in the afternoon gives you. Why don't you think, okay, I'm craving something sweet. Hmm. Not so sexy, but go drink a large glass of water. Go eat an apple, which is super high in fiber, and then see how you feel after that. What happens when you actually make a decision, a conscious decision? I want this. It's not great. So I'm going to go and do that and see what happens. If you find that water super boring, you can mix in a scoop of my Take This by Leanne Skin Boost. And so many people are finding that that's helping as well. All the antioxidants and superfoods. Okay, number three was dairy. And all of those hormones that we really don't need on top of everything that's going on in our body, especially if you have any kind of hormonal imbalance, which includes puberty, PMS, perimenopause, or PCOS. So what can you do? Just ditch the dairy. I know you love your cheese. I know you love your milk. Believe me, I've seen it so many times with all my clients. But there are so many plant-based alternatives out there now that I know they don't taste the same, but truly, it's not like you're going to be deprived so much anymore. Don't expect it to taste the same because it doesn't and you'll be good. Now, I don't remember what episode it was, but we talked to Elmhurst Milk's food scientist. Do you remember that one, Chris? I do, yes. So, so interesting. So you can head back there on how to choose a great alternative to dairy if you want a bit more information about that. Uh, I also hope to interview a dairy farmer about A2 milk that comes from a different breed of cow in the coming weeks too. So look out for that one because uh, I'm going to ask that question. 
is this potentially better dairy uh, that I you see popping up in the uh, in the chiller cabinets these days? Is that going to be better for something like acne as well? Now there are some people out there that do way better with goat's cheese or sheep's cheese milk or actually the milk, but also the yogurt. But I suggest that you take all the dairy out first, keep it out for three, maybe four weeks, and then start to put it back in again and see how you do. Now, the fourth thing I touched on, you've got to help your liver and get those toxins out of your body. Those old hormones, metals, metabolites, they're just not useful anymore. So that looks like hydration, fiber, and liver support. They all go hand in hand. Now, what can you do about this? First, head back to the last episode, 61, where we went into why to filter your water to get rid of the hormones, the herbicides, and all those other toxins that can turn up in our tap water. So listen to that, and maybe it's actually time to get a bit more picky about the water that you're drinking and find a filter that works for you. Those high fiber foods, they've got to go in. There's no other way. You've got to get pooping regularly. That's not necessarily going to come from the brand flakes or the all brand that comes, of course, with the milk poured on the top. You got to eat more fruit. Try, you know, just a quick one. I do this all the time. A honey crisp apple. That's my favorite. And then I just take a spoonful of almond butter and shove that in my mouth or a banana. Actually, this morning I did that exactly thing with a banana just a spoonful of almond butter and then also the banana. That was my real fast snack before I came in the closet to talk to you guys. The Honeycrisp apple, you and I are on the same page there. Best apple on the market. Yep. Uh, most expensive apple on the market, unfortunately. I know, Ugh. but worth it. Oh, oh yeah. so good. Last time I had to go donate a kidney in order to get the apples. But anyway, yeah. I digress. So I had the, I love Honeycrisp. I cut them up. Um, they're kind of a sweet treat in place of other sweet treats. <laughs> uh, but I'm so ashamed I, I dipped them in corn syrup. <laughs> Ooh, high fructose corn syrup. Dude, insulin resistance right there. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. <laughs> so ding, sorry. ding, 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 ding. Okay, I'm not. How sorry, about how about I maple syrup? Sorry. How about maple syrup? Probably better. Um, not as it doesn't taste as sugary as the corn syrup does. Um, but yeah, as a true yes. as a true and proud Canadian, I could do that. Maple syrup. Yep. Okay. All right. And you know what you could do now. I know that you're allergic to nuts. peanuts yeah all nuts all nuts all nuts okay so what you could do is you could take take like a sun butter or pumpkin seed butter is delicious mix it with some honey or maple syrup and then dip it in that dip your apples in that oh okay so not just the butter you need you're saying sweeten it well you can because that's what you like to do <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't but i don't need to do that but you're a little more of a sweet tooth than me so yeah. so yeah you can yeah. do that Okay. And, so, and if you get a raw honey, then you've got the enzymes in there. It's a whole other ball game. So there's a perfect, perfect example of trying something, trying something that's better than the corn syrup I'll that you're doing. A, I'll give it a shot. So you can also blend a bunch of berries together with some nut butters or seed butters, some chia seeds, some hemp seeds, uh, some spinach, water, plant-based milk, rather than that two-bite brownie. Why don't you just go and grab a handful of sugar snap peas, take out that hummus, and away you go. You got to ditch that white stuff. There's no fiber, and it addresses the situation of the refined food as, foods as well. You could take a liposomal glutathione, 
liquid or an NAC to help your body make the glutathione to support your liver and all that garbage that is trying to kick to the curb. You can eat more garlic, onions, shallots, cruciferous vegetables too, and take that supplement of wild bear garlic and olive leaf extract to kill off those bugs. So I'm going to leave it there for you because I know that I've shared a lot. This is definitely one you're probably going to want to listen to one or more times and just maybe scroll down some notes. I know some of our loyal listeners out there do that every single episode. They listen to it once in their car or on their walk, then they head home and zip along. So much of this information is also in the show notes uh, on leannephillipson.com. Now share those essential fats the eating more fish, the taking the vitamin C, all that's in my vibrant skin trio on spreadright.com, they're all important, but I really want the biggest takeaway for today be it all starts with a diet. Stop that tug of war that's going on inside and give your body a real break. It truthfully needs it. What you're seeing on the outside is truly a window of what's going on on the inside. The more you can follow what I've said today, the healthier your skin will be and everything else internal that's contributing to it. So if there was ever one time for me to say, please remember to eat this one mouthful at a time, it's today. It's today. 